0: You are listening to the weekly podcast of Greater Christ Temple in Lima, Ohio. We pray you enjoy today's message.
1: Now let's give the Lord a hand praise, everybody. Come on. Come on, do Him much better than you did me. Come on, I said do Him much better than you did me. I didn't shed any blood for you. Come on, come on. I didn't save your soul.
0: But to the one who your soul loveth, give him the glory and give him the praise. Come on,
1: clap your hands, everybody, and shout hallelujah here. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I first want to give honor to uh, your very fine pastor. Amen, Pastor Mike. Cooper, nephew, pastor, son, all of the above. Thank God for him and to Lady Lady Cooper. God bless you, sis. Thank God for you and to Lady Toby in her absence. And certainly we want to give honor to uh, Bishop Cooper, a man who has gone on with the Lord, but the work is continuing. And I am so glad, amen, for the individuals that are here amen, the pastoring, to keep the dream, the vision alive here in Lima, Ohio. And also I want to thank God for all of you that I, I know if I start naming names, I'm going to leave somebody out, then one of y'all are not going to speak to me after church because I I left your name out. So rather than just start naming names, I'm just going to look around everybody, everybody wave at me. Amen. Okay. I see a lot of people who I grew up, amen, as Pastor said, I grew up in this church, uh, where started out on uh, Main Street, and then came here uh, when they purchased this building, then we were going to Vacation Bible School here, and Mother Cole used to make me pray right beside her. All of my friends get to play, but she made me pray beside her every day. I didn't want to go to Noonday Prayer. I'm just going to tell you the truth. I wanted to be right over on where the basketball courts used to be on Reese. But every day there was like Noonday Prayer, you got to go. And I'd walk around here. Mother Cole would be like. And I'd get next to her. And then Sister Reed during Sunday school would make me, or during morning worship would make me sit with her. And that's a whole other story. She used to pinch my leg to the white meat show. <laughs> but here I am. Maybe those pinches done me some good. And to my wife, amen. To my ride or die, I think that's what they say. To my nurse, she is my nurse. The Lord put this union together because I'm much older than her. And I, she, the Lord knew I was going to need somebody to take care of me. As I got older, so she takes very good care of this old man. So I thank God for her. To the maestro, my friend from way back, Elder Corey. Where's Sister Corey? To the ministers and evangelists and everybody, amen. Let's get into the word of the Lord now. Ever since pastor had... uh, sent me the invitation to come. I have been so, I, I think the word is geeked. <laughs> Do they still say that? No? Something like that? No? She looking at me like, what does that mean? Happy? Excited? That's better? To be able to come and to preach at homes, Sister Rashonda used to be in cleveland ohio with us god bless you i've been so excited to come uh to be home this is this means the world to me elder it means the world to me pastor all the people that you know in the council and that your dad knew and stuff and for you to uh ask me to come i don't take it lightly i really appreciate it I really do. if you can just stand on your feet one more time as we honor the word of the lord Judges chapter number 4 and then we're going to go to chapter number 5 Judges chapter number 4 verse number 14 then we're going to go to chapter number 5 starting at verse number 6 chapter 4 verse 14 and Deborah said unto Barak up for this is the day In which the Lord hath delivered Sisera into thine hand Is not the Lord gone out before thee? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor And ten thousand men after him Judges chapter 5 beginning at verse 6 In the days of Shamgar the son of Anath The days of Jael the highways were unoccupied And the travelers walked through byways The inhabitants of the villages ceased. They ceased in Israel until that I, Deborah, arose. I arose a mother in Israel. Then they chose new gods. Then was war in the gates. Was there a shield or a spear seen among 40,000 in Israel? My heart is toward the governors of Israel that offered themselves Willingly, somebody say willingly. willingly among the people, bless ye the Lord. Let's skip down to verse 11. They that are delivered from the noise of the archers in the place of the draw of drawing water, <coughs> there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord, even the righteous acts toward the inhabitants of his villages in Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates, awake. Deborah, wait, utter a song, arise, Barak, and lead thy captivity captive, thou son of Obeniam, Obeniam. Then he made him that remaineth, that remaineth, have dominion over the nobles among the people. <clears throat> the Lord made me have dominion over the mighty. Verse number 15. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah, even Issachar and also Barak. He was sent on foot in the valley for the divisions of Reuben. There were great thoughts of heart. Why abode thou among the sheepfolds to hear the bleatings of the flocks for the division of Reuben? There were great searchings of heart. Gilead abode beyond Jordan. And why did Dan remain in the ships? Asher continued on the seashore and abode in the breaches. Zebulun and Naphtali were a people that jeoparded their lives unto the death in the high places of the field. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our Lord, it shall stand forever. Thank you. You may be seated. Judges chapter 4, and verse 14 is where we'll draw our text today. And Deborah said unto Barak, up, for this is the day. Up, for this is the day. Can you just tell someone sitting in your vicinity, tell them, this is the day we fight. One more time. Tell somebody else, this is the day we fight fight. Tell somebody else that got the warrior look on their face because you might be sitting around someone that don't feel like it, but tell them this is the day that we fight. Amen. This is the day that we fight. All biblical judges perform judicial duties. And the Institute of Judges was separated from the Institute of King. When the judges came along the se- on the scene, it was because Israel always got themselves in trouble. And then God had to send someone as a deliverer to bring them out of the trouble that they got themselves in. But if you read all through all the judges, you'll find out that as, as many times as they got in trouble and God kept bringing them out, the captivities started lasting a little bit longer because it seemed like they should have learned their lesson after he got you out the first time. Somebody say amen. amen. Have you ever learned your lesson? Yes. Amen. If God got you out of something, I'll do some other stuff, but I ain't doing that no more. <laughs> Somebody say Amen. Anybody here want to be real like I learned my lesson on that one? Yeah. Amen. If, uh, I'm not doing that one no more. Amen. So he got him out. And this was the first woman, this was the only woman that was a judge that God chose. Their main task was to obtain justice for the tribes of Israel in the face of their enemies and to annihilate or drive out their oppressors and bring salvation, rest, and peace to the land. So this particular woman that he chose, at the beginning, watch this, at the beginning, it was not God's perfect will. Because Barak was the man that was originally supposed to lead. But because he wasn't slow about doing what he was supposed to do, he had to raise up Deborah, And then she even tried to encourage him, come on, let's go and be about our father's business. So if one individual won't go, God will choose somebody else just to make sure that his people are taken care of. Can somebody say amen? So here it is, we have this woman now. Women have been gifted with a grace And knowledge should know what to do When to do it And how to do it Women can pull things together When it seems like they are falling apart They can stretch a little bit And make it seem much They will go without So the rest of the family Can even have Proverbs 18 and 22 says A man that finds a wife Finds a good thing And obtains favor with God she has an energy that is hidden until a circumstance calls for her to arise to the occasion. The woman with the issue of blood and the man of the, at the pool of Bethesda are two different situations. One, On the one hand you had a man who had been there I believe for about 38 years and was not moving to get his uh, deliverance. And so he just sat there and said, I'm just going to stay here the rest of my life because I don't have nobody. But then you had another had the woman who said, I'm not living my life, rest of my life like this. So she got up, crawled through the crowd, touched the hem of his garment, and the Bible said she was made whole. And what the point I'm trying to make is, is sometimes there's a strength about women that will not settle for the status
0: quo, they will not settle and let things just go on the way they're going on. Some women will get up, pull their earrings out, put grease on their face, pull their hair back in a ponytail and handle their business.
1: Look at somebody around you and tell you better handle that. Hallelujah, amen. If, uh, if she is mad, Solomon said, it is best to just go sleep on the roof Than to deal with a woman when she's angry. All the brothers in here that are married say amen. In 25 years I haven't had to sleep on the roof. Amen. I've had to, amen, just say I'm sorry. Amen. Please, please, please. She can be mad at you and you won't even know it. She will fix your dinner, laugh at your jokes at the table, and the minute you take that last bite of food, she says those three words that every man dread. Can we talk? (laughs) Now the man will have to rewind, I know where I'm going, y'all stay with me, okay? Now the man will have to rewind a week's worth of video to try to figure out what he did or what he didn't do. When he finds out it wasn't him but the kids, he breathes a sigh of relief and agrees with anything she says. In our text today, we find a woman who had to take over a situation. Encourage Barack that he is the man for the task for the survival of her family and the nation of Israel. Deborah means a bee. Female bees, known as worker bees, make up the vast majority of a hive's population. And they do all the work to keep it functioning. Females are responsible for the construction, maintenance, and proliferation of the nest and the colony that it calls home. In general, bumblebees are peaceful insects and will only sting when they feel cornered or when their hive is disturbed. When a bumblebee stings it injects a venom, venom into its victim And only female bumblebees, queens and workers have a stinger Male bumblebees or drones do not So according to the book of Judges Deborah, which means a bee, was a prophetess of God of the Israelites The fourth judge of the pre-monarchic Did I say that right? Amen uh, Israel, and the only female judge mentioned in the Bible Many scholars contend that the phrase a woman of Lapidot as translated from Biblical Hebrew in Judges 4 4 and 4 denotes her marital status as the wife of Lapidot. Alternatively, Lapid translates to torch or lightning. Therefore, this woman of Lapidot could be referencing Deborah as a fiery woman. As a fiery woman, in other words, there's a calmness, but then when it's time to handle something, the fire would come out of her and she would take care of what she had to take care of. Can somebody say amen? Amen. So to give you some history, even in chapter number five was just a song about what happened in chapter number four. Stay with me. I'll be done here in a minute. Chapter number 4, verse number 1, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, when Ehud was dead. And the Lord sold them in the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, that reigned in Hazor, the captain of whose host was Sisera, which dwelt in Herosheth of the Gentiles. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, for he had 900 chariots of iron, and 20 years he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. That word mightily, cosette from the Hebrew, it actually means to force them to do things that they didn't want to do. He mightily, uh, uh, he mightily oppressed them, he used sharp
0: words, and there was nothing they could do about it. That word oppress means to afflict, to crush to force, to oppress, and to thrust oneself into. Isn't it just like, amen, today, how, amen, the enemy that comes rushing in like a flood, isn't it the same way how, amen, he would just show up in our lives and show up in our churches and show up on our jobs and show up to mess our lives up? Is there anybody here that ever just woke up a phone call that just messed your day up. Is there anybody here that ever went to your job and all kind of drama was there? You was wondering where all this hell is coming from. Could it be that the devil is trying to disturb, amen, not just your peace, not just your joy, but he's trying to take your relationship with God. But do I have anybody here that will make up in their mind that no matter what the devil tries. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Somebody clap your hands right now and say, if God be for me, he's more than the world against me. Go clap your hands and give God a praise. Don't be alarmed when the devil shows up. It's his job. It's his job to cause confusion. It's his job to try to bring you and drain you from your joy and your peace. It's his job to keep poking and prodding. It's his job. Notice what Paul said in
1: Thessalonians. He said, I wanted to come to you. He said, but Satan hindered me. If Satan can hinder Paul... What makes you think he won't hinder you? What makes you think you're going to get out of here with no fighting and no war? I told the saints at home, I said, when we get to heaven, y'all will, you know how we sing the song that says, I just want to see the one that died for me and stuff like that. Y'all know that song. I said, y'all will never get to talk to him because I got a lot of questions. And when I get in there, first thing I'm going to ask them is that, why did you let me go through that so long? Or why did you just tell me when I'm coming out? Because if you tell me when I'm coming out, I can sit there and take everything because I know know when it's going to be over. But he doesn't give us a
0: date when we're coming out. He just tells us to stand still when you don't have nothing else to do. Just stand still. And see, watch what God is going to do when you hold on to him. Hit somebody right now and tell them don't leave, don't backslide when you don't have nothing else to do. Just stand still and watch the hand of God turn your situation up. I wish I had a Bible believer, somebody here that know that God's going to turn it. Take somebody's hand and tell them God's going to turn it, God's going to turn it, God's going to turn it, God's going to flip it around. Jesus said, if they hated me,
1: they're going to hate you. I don't get alarmed at stuff anymore. I told me and the brothers, we went out. And all, we're all sitting around the breakfast table and they're all talking about their haters. I said, I don't think I have any. <laughs> or either that or I'm too busy and I just don't notice them. So that's why, how you got to be so busy in the kingdom that you're not even paying any attention to the devil. Oh, that's Satan? Okay, get behind me. Because you can't stop me. You can hinder me,
0: but you can't stop me. Put your hand on yourself and say, I am unstoppable. I I need somebody that believes in the gift that God put in you. Put your hand on yourself and say, my anointing is unstoppable. My gift is unstoppable. You can try what you will.
1: I'm steadfast, unmovable. Let me move on. So they were oppressed For 20 years Verse number 6 says And she sent And she called Barak She called the man Son of Abinahem Come out Come out Of Kadesh Naphtali Come out Of Kadesh Naphtali And said unto them Had not the Lord God of Israel commanded Saying go Didn't God tell you to go And draw toward Mount Tabor. And take 10,000 men of the children of Naphtali. And of the children of Zebulun. That word Naphtali means my wrestling. There are some things that God will call you to do that's yours. There are some things that God will anoint you for.
0: That's yours. It's your fight. It's your wrestling. It's your ministry. It's your anointing. You got to protect it. It's not your prayers partner's job. It's not the pastor's job. There are some things you got to fight for because it's your wrestling. Look at somebody right now and tell them I got my own fight. You're trying to make me
1: fight yours. There's some times where I got to fight my own stuff. So it's my wrestling. The psalmist put it like this. He said, the lot has been cast into the lap, and the disposal thereof is of the Lord. That means that sometimes God will throw it in your lap. And you want to pawn it off on somebody else. And you can't. Because there is a gift in this earthen vessel That the enemy is after He is not after your car He's a spirit, he can't drive He's not after your house He's a spirit, he can't live in a house But he's trying to take things That he knows you are connected to Because he knows it affects your worship Look at somebody and ask them what affects your worship. I know, as been me and my wife, been doing this for about 25 years. We know when somebody's going through. Because last Sunday, you're like, oh! Praise team can't even get a song out, we can't even sit you down. And then this week, Hey, you all right? Yeah, they repoed my car. Yeah, this happened. That happened. The Bible says, set your affection on things above and not on things on this earth. That's why he get, y'all. He only can mess with your stuff. He's
0: the prince and the power of the air. He can only mess with your stuff. If you take the car,
1: take the bus. won't get you to church on time walk. Don't let him win.
0: Look at somebody and tell them don't let him win. I need somebody here with a little attitude. Tell them don't let the devil win. You can't let him win. At all costs don't let the
1: devil win. If you stay home he wins. I don't care if you get here late. If you stay home, he wins. Or I'll just catch it online. If you stay home, thank God for all the online stuff. But if you have the means to get here, get here. So she said, this is nobody's fight but yours. Y'all still with me? Wave your hands, please. This is nobody's fight but yours. She went to him and said, this is your wrestling. This is your fight. The Lord is going to deliver him into your hand. But in verse number 8, look what Barak said. If you go with me, I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. And Deborah said unto Barak, get up. This is the day. That God hath delivered Sisera into thy hand. When you get to chapter number 5, here is what was going on behind the scenes. And I'm almost done. Verse number 11 says in chapter number 5, They that are delivered from the noise of the archers in the place of drawing water. There shall they rehearse the righteous acts of the Lord, even the righteous acts toward the inhabitants of his village, what God had done for them in Israel. Then shall the people of the Lord go down to the gates. He was saying, they were saying, Sisera and Jabin were saying, watch this, they were saying, the people go down to get the water, and when they they went down depressed, but for some reason... When they come back they're singing When they come back their heads is up When they come back they're encouraged When they come back
0: they got an attitude about them When they come back there's something going on down there Where they draw water We got to find out what's going on And we got to put a
1: stop to it So he, he put archers in the trees and everybody that would go down there, the archers were picking them off. So much so that the Bible says that the highways, in verse number 6, he's in chapter number
0: 4, he said the highways were unoccupied. And the travelers walked through byways. People just stopped going. Because they said, did you hear? that? Everybody that go down there, they're picking them up. Everybody that go down there. And then something bad happens to them. Everybody that go down there. They never make it back. Everybody that go down
1: there. Something always is going on. So the Bible says everybody starts staying home. Because of the archers. It was the place to draw water. And I'm getting ready to quit for real this time. It's the place where the Bible says they were drawing water. This was not like during the law, during Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. This was not like when you have drawing water but then pouring it out. If you were in a state of repentance, you would draw the water and then pour it back out, signifying to God an act of repentance. Signifying God
0: that I need you, because and now when I pour it out, I'm pouring out my soul. I'm pouring out my sin. I'm pouring out anything that's not like you. But notice what's going on here. They're drawing, but not pouring out. Because they already repented. That's why God sent Deborah. Stay with me. That's why God sent Deborah. So now they were just drawing. Somebody throw your hand up and say, "I need thee, oh, I need thee." Do y'all remember that song? Come on here, I need you, Lord. I need thee every hour. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. Even if y'all ever been like the deer that panicked. To your water, amen. You need a touch from God. You need God to touch your mind, touch your spirit. You're about to backslide. You're about to quit. You're about to run away. You're about to roll over. Anybody ever came in, amen? And you are running on fumes, and all you needed was just a touch from God, somebody throw your hand up and say fill my cup Lord and let it overflow clap your hands right now and receive the power and the anointing of God over your life, clap your hands and give him a praise And so then now, amen, they had to stop them to get them away from this place of drawing water. That's why it's the same thing with the church today, y'all. The church is a place where we draw from God, where we pull from God. You come in running on fumes, but then you pull from God. You come in discouraged, but you pull a little. bit of encouragement you come in dismayed and confused but you pull a man from God look at somebody right now and tell him I don't know what you need but tell him if you pull on him tell him you'll get exactly what you need somebody clap your hands right now and say I need the Lord Hallelujah to God. And so then they had to try to stop this place of drawing. It's not just a church, but when you get home from your job, your home is a place of drawing. Your home is your castle. Your home is a place of joy, strength, and happiness. And if y'all ever been to the place where you said, I can't wait to get out of here here and get home. But when you got home, all kind of hell was breaking loose. The devil's attacking not just the church but he's attacking the family. He's attacking marriages. He's attacking sons. He's attacking daughters. He's attacking the world. But the Bible tells us the kingdom of heaven suffers violence but the violent take it by force. Do I have anybody here that would just clap your hands and say this is the day that we gotta stand up and fight hallelujah to god and so then she said you walk down she walked down to the place to draw water but the habit it ceased she walked down to see where everybody at And the Bible says nobody was there. And since they stopped drawing, verse number 8 says they chose new gods. And Deborah said then was there war in the gates. How you gonna put God on a shelf? How you gonna put the lover of your soul on a shelf? If anything is going to happen, it is God. That's going to bring it to pass. Do I have a witness that he's still a miracle worker? Do I have a witness that he's still able to do exceedingly and abundantly and above all oh, you can ask or think? Somebody clap your hands and shout hallelujah. So in verse number 8 she says I don't see any shields I don't see any spears I don't see nobody And the Bible says Then I arose That means to become powerful From the Hebrew That means arise Come on the scene And appear Hit somebody around you And say where have you been did you hear about the wrong of the church? Did you hear about somebody's child? Where are the prayer warriors in 2024? Where are the real worshippers in 2024? Where are the praisers in 2024? well it's just like here they have been picked off and they're not on the scene well do i have anybody that's ready to come on the scene That show up like david and say is there not a cause is there not a reason that i'm here shake your neighbor's hand and tell god called you to the kingdom for such a time as this. Clap your hands and give him a break. I'm really getting ready to quit now, and so did She said, "Where is everybody at?" She get to verse number 16. She said, "Why abodest thou?" Verse number 15, rather. The princes of Issachar were with Deborah and Issachar, and also Barak. He was sent on foot into the valley. Why? Because he knocked on Reuben's door and Reuben had great thoughts at heart and James tells us that Reuben was like a double minded man. He was unstable. Put your hand on yourself and say Lord don't let me be an unstable saint just thought I'd throw Bible class in. Lord, don't let me be sub-timing. But when it's time to show up, Lord, let me show up with my spirit and my soul. And so we can decide. I don't know if I want to go. I don't know if I can be saved. I don't know if it's all working. Did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? For he was a double-minded man. It's just like some of us here So one Sunday you can speak to them And the next Sunday you can't One moment they're on the mountain And the next day they're in the valley One day they tell you they got your back And then you don't see them for three months That only happens in Cleveland I so then now, double-minded at the verse number 16. He found out why he was double-minded. Why are you listening to the readings of the flock? He was trying to tell us that sometimes saints become garbage cans. I remember bishop used to say that. They become garbage cans. You try to give all the good juicy gossip. Whatever happened to praying for him? Whatever happened to restoring her? of bringing them to the altar but you're listening to the negative talk you're listening to all the things that don't or not for godliness, so she walked from Lillian's and went to Gilead, and knocked on the door, but Gilead, above beyond Jordan, didn't even come close to the battle, Gilead said, I just ain't going, some folk that are online, I won't say this in Cleveland, some folk that are online should be right here in church. Why? Thank God for online. But there's something about a good Holy Ghost field. some kind of glory presence. There's something about a sanctuary that you can't get at home. Oh come on and say amen. Then in verse number 17, uh, Gilead was going uh, and the Bible says, uh, "Why did Dan remain in the ship? Uh, Dan came on, uh, but he sat out in his car uh, and didn't even come in. Uh, he sat out there uh, scrolling on Facebook, uh, scrolling on Instagram. Uh, didn't even come in. Uh, why did he remain in the ships? Uh, you're already here." Why don't you come on in? He remained in the ships. Asher continued on the seashore, Asher got out the boat, but when he saw the blood, when he saw the work, when he saw what it was going to take, he stayed on the seashore and just watched what the devil was doing. Look at your neighbor right now and tell him, stop watching. What the devil is doing because it's time to get up and fight him. Stop letting the devil do what he does. It's time to get up and fight him should stay there but then thank god you had zealon and me they jumping in their lives unto the death zealon and naphaling said we can't let this keep going on devil yeah, i got your back barat i got your back somebody clap your hands and say this is a day come on say it this is a day that we fight. Uh, let me help you understand it. Uh, come here, brother. Uh, and so the Bible says, uh, one can chase a thousand, uh, but two can chase ten thousand. Uh, I can chase a thousand, uh, but if I got another brother, uh, now we got ten thousand demons uh, that are running from us. Uh, but we can be great if we got another brother. It's going up. Uh, we got 10,000, uh, One more bringing another thousand. Uh, but then when I get a no, I need another brother first. Uh, give me another brother. Gotta uh, we'll run up here real quick. Uh, Mr. M-10, come on. Uh, or come on, run up y'all. Uh, run up real quick. So now you got uh, don't get destroyed. Uh, so now we got 22,000 uh, that are ready to fight against the devil. Uh, that's raging war. Wouldn't it be nice if we band together? And the rock said, let's go. But when he took on, he said, wait a minute. I said, I ain't going unless Deborah go. So give me a woman that'll link up with us. Give me a woman that knows how to play. Give me a woman. That knows how to fight. Uh, Give me a woman uh, that ain't scared of no devil. Give me a woman. uh, Give me another woman. uh, Gotta run up here. uh, And say, I'll handle him. Uh, I'll pray for her. Uh, I stand in the gap. Uh, I'll make it happen. Uh, Give me another woman. uh, Gotta run up here. uh, Can you imagine? Can you imagine, uh, if we all fought, uh, not against the church, uh, not against one another, uh, but turn on the devil, uh, and tell the devil, uh, this is the day, this is the day, this is the day, Uh, shake your neighbor's hand, tell him, this is the day, uh, it is today, it stops today. Come on and clap your hands and shout hallelujah.
1: Look around. Do y'all realize how much firepower is in this room?
0: I said, Do y'all realize how much firepower is in this room?
1: Tell y'all something. I stopped looking at numbers years ago. Some Sundays we walk in like, whoa, where'd all these people come from? Then you walk in the next Sunday, you throw a rock and don't hit nobody. So I stopped. Because we're two or three. Have gathered together in my name. No, 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 that ain't the part to shout on. Whatsoever.
0: That was somebody cute right there to run around the church. Look at somebody and tell them, I got a whatsoever. Whatsoever. I got a sign on drugs. I got a daughter in the street. I got a prayer that needs answered. I got a miracle. I need to be healed. A family member is in the hospital. Do I have anybody here that got a whatsoever? Jump on your feet right now. Shake your neighbor's hand and tell them, I got your back. I got your back, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for your success, I'm praying for your miracle, I'm praying for your house, I'm praying for your son, I'm praying for your daughter, I see your tears, you're not by yourself, I'm on your side, you don't have to walk alone, I got you, I got you, give somebody a high five and tell them we're going to win.
1: you how I know we're going to win. But Rock started fighting. But Sisera got away. And Sisera, everybody got killed, but the leader got away. And he ran. When God completes something, he does it all the way. So he ran, and he ran, and he ran to this young lady's house, and he sat down, and the Bible says she knew who he was. Look at somebody and tell them the devil ain't getting off that easy. Come on, tell them he ain't getting away with what he did to my son he ain't getting away with my daughter he ain't getting away with what he did to my daughter he's not getting away with
0: what he did to my church, he's not getting away with what he did, he's not gonna get away with
1: it so he sat there and she went Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. gave him something to eat Thank
0: you, Lord. Thank
1: you. Thank you, and then the Sisera just lay sat there and then he dozed off to sleep. She went and got a tent peg and drove it in his temple. What are you saying? They might have some other battles but as far as Sisera, Jabin, and the 20 years of oppression, that chapter was over. Because she killed the remaining remnant of that problem. The problem is we don't pray hard enough no more. If God don't answer it on the first prayer, Stop. Jesus. Jesus, help us, bishop. I'm used to it now. So now I just say, Lord, whenever you're gonna do it, you know, do it, and I go on about life. And then next day, you know, about 17 years later, boom, there's it is. Don't be discouraged so much that you give up the fight. Your place of drawing water is worth fighting for. Your homes are worth fighting for. Don't you give up on your kids. Fight for them. Pray for them. Every head bow, every eye closed. I'm way over. This is what I want to do. If you're here and you're going through something you're right in the middle of spiritual warfare and you know it. Come and stand around this altar, quick. Come on. You got a situation and you know it's demonic, demonic forces trying to invade, take your sanity, take your peace, take your joy,